Welcome to episode 10 of Sipping Teachers. I am your host, Michelle Weeks, a life coach for teachers and a teacher of little people too. In this podcast, I share short, punchy snippets of practical advice and strategies to alleviate your overwhelm, avoid burnout, and to help you become the most confident and productive teacher you can be. It is your double shot coffee alternative to make you love and balance life inside and outside the school gates. In today's episode, we are having this lovely little chat in our local cafe, surrounded by the real world, because guess what? It is school holidays, people. Just imagine. We are enjoying this beautiful coffee. It is hot, not lukewarm like we're accustomed to, and we are not in our staff room. I'll let you go there for a second. You got it? Yep, perfect. Today, I wanted to chat about the transition into school holidays. In Thriving Teachers, my group coaching program, last week we had this exact discussion. We discuss the difficulty that some of us can have when we experience going from that really high intensity, heavily structured nature of the school term to very quickly going to the unstructured nature of the holidays. Since then, I've also heard of heaps of other teachers chatting about experiencing a very similar feeling. So if you are one of those teachers, know that you are not alone, okay? That the school term is a very specific intensity and structured environment and that coming out of that can be difficult. In Thriving Teachers, we identified a definite need to transition between those two states to avoid feeling that feeling of being lost and just of lacking. So you might be hearing this and nodding your head because you might be experiencing a similar thing right now. Well, lucky you, dear teacher, because you are in the perfect place to move straight on through that and transition into your Zen holiday mode. So One strategy that I suggest in this circumstance is to continue to allow yourself to have structure in your day. Instead of flying free and getting those like free wobbles, what I want you to do is continue with the structure that you are used to, but turn down the dial on the intensity factor. So structuring part of your day to give you that familiarity that you are used to from the school term, but instead of filling that structure with the really high intensity tasks that we are used to, it's about giving yourself permission to fill that structured time with activities which allow you to experience that restorative rest and that mental distance from school which allows you then to have a proper break. So 
what we did in Thriving Teachers was brainstorm all of the hobbies and the ideas and the activities which light us up away from our role as a teacher. Okay, and that means that we were continuing to gain that mental and physical rest while focusing on our life outside of the school gates within the familiar structure that our bodies and our minds are used to. Okay, and we are not alone in that. Often it takes us time to adjust and to decompress from the intensity of the term. So be kind to yourself here and, and figure out a way that you can structure it so you're still not you're still decompressing, but you're not lacking and feeling lost within your days. You still have that structure to support you. So my task for you here is to sit down and to brainstorm what you actually like to do outside of teaching. Teaching can be one of those all-consuming jobs and we can forget very easily to prioritise the things that we enjoy outside of that eat, teach, sleep, recite, repeat cycle. So I really dare you here to make a list of at least 20 ways that you could choose to spend your time when you are not teaching. And for some people, this is a really intimidating state because we have been in that eat, teach, sleep, repeat cycle. We haven't really allowed ourselves to even think of what we do like outside of school. So this is your chance. Let yourself be challenged to think of these 20 things that you like to do. But also here, try to avoid the logistical side of your brain, that side that goes, Oh, but I couldn't do that because X, Y, Z. Or, oh, no, maybe that's not what I really want to do. Try and avoid that logistical side and just allow yourself to daydream here and to connect back with those things that you might love that you might not have allowed yourself to love for so long. Or you might not even have allowed yourself to try to see if you don't like in, in a really long amount of time. So once you have this list, now I want you to have a think of how you can incorporate some of these tasks or hobbies or activities that you've written down into your holidays, okay? And maybe you are someone who needs that structure and you want to plan it out to precision. And that's totally cool. You do you. But maybe you are someone that goes, hmm, I've got this nice long list of choices here and that has helped me to feel a little less lost. And that also has helped me to feel like I can transition into holiday mode much easier. Because if we go from lots of things to nothing, that transition can make us feel lost. So if you are someone that needs the structure within that, you do you. But outside of that, if that list has just been the catalyst to help you figure out what you could do and how you want to spend your holidays, then that's amazing too. My last little tidbit of information here for you to, to digest is that your to-do list could be never-ending if you let it. We know that as teachers. So if you dedicate the whole holidays to catching up on schoolwork or catching up on something that is related to school without giving yourself the time to rest, 
Remember that more tasks will be coming your way regardless of how many you get done when the term starts. So if you give yourself permission to prioritize yourself first these holidays, those tasks are still going to be there at the beginning of the term. But what will change is your ability to tackle them, is your ability to have renewed vigor and renewed mental clarity due to the fact that you have allowed yourself some time to rest these holidays. You are worthy of that rest and your to-do list is always going to be there. So change how you can approach it rather than changing the to-do list, which could be never ending. So if you are a teacher who finds it really tricky to adjust, to slow down and to decompress in that first week of the holidays, this little strategy of structuring your days with less intensity and reconnecting with the things that light you up might just be the perfect happy medium for you to try these holidays. So in light of keeping this podcast short and punchy, I think I've just seen the waiter giving us that side eye to let us know that they have reached their social distancing limits, which means this little chat between two relaxed, holiday-inspired sipping teachers needs to come to an end for today. Between now and when we cross ear paths again, don't forget to remember your why and appreciate all the little and the big joys in your day. If you would like to contact me further to discuss any of the topics I share, please send me an email to hello at michelleweeks.com.au. Check out my one-to-one coaching program for teachers called Unfrazzled or my group coaching program called Thriving Teachers. You can also follow me on Instagram at michelle.c.weeks. Chat to you soon.